Here's a talk I did at the Avery Group for some of us that understand the concept that people matter. The belief that success is comprised of much more than just mastering sales or the newest marketing tactics. It's all about building people first. Uh, today, we're going to talk all about the subconscious. So write this down. But is this your first time here? You said, yeah, right? All right, make sure you take notes, young man. How old are you? 21. Make sure you take notes, okay? Well, you don't have to, but you also don't have to win. Um, so, yeah, winning is a choice, folks. And, and look, for me, I, you don't have to do anything here, but don't waste your time. You already drove over here. You're not going to remember this all. I remember I have a better memory than anyone in here. I promise you that. I, I have a great memory. And I still take notes because the truth is you always want to go back and, and go over your notes. Um, we're going to talk about the subconscious. So write that down, subconscious. And if you don't know how to spell that, you'll just put sub, C something, and then go, and then go back to it, all right? I saw something. I saw you, Jesus. Jesus went subconsciously, went sub. And just put a line. <laughs> he scribbled like, oh, I couldn't write it out. I was too in a hurry. <laughs> so. Sub. S-U-B. Conscious. All right. <laughs> Here we go. This is the subconscious. In your brain, this is the subconscious. This is the size of it. And this is the size of the conscious. The conscious is on your mental lobes. Your four, your four frontal lobes right here in the front of the brain are, your, are what you're currently thinking and feeling and experiencing. Okay? Um, your frontal lobes, who can hear me talking? Who's, who's aware that I'm talking? Raise your hand. That's in your frontal lobes. That comes from this part of the brain. Okay? All right, everybody look at the person sitting right in front of you. Look at the back of their head. That's in your frontal lobes. That's processing through right here. Oh my God, this person. If they have dandruff, don't tell them. <laughs> just, I just, I'm not asking to get critical here. You don't like their collar. You don't like their shirt. Don't, um, you don't like their hair. I'm not asking for that. Just look, look at it. That's in your conscious, right? You're processing that information. What you're currently processing is that. Here's the subconscious, ready? Everybody, everybody look at me, everybody look at me. Feel what's going on in the bottom of your feet right now. See that? Your feet didn't just appear. They were already there, right? Okay. But you weren't thinking about it, were you? Let me tell you something. Whether you were thinking about it or not, it was still there. Okay? Why don't you just sit for a minute? Just sit. And all of a sudden, with your skin... Become aware of the temperature in here. Hmm. A little cold, a little hot. You start feeling it. Does that make sense? Yes. There was already a temperature in here, and your skin was already aware of it. That's going into your subconscious. It's not until I talk about it that it brings it forward into the conscious. But that's how much your, your, your frontal lobes are processing. Not much. Just what's happening. This is why when somebody says something, you go, oh, my God, that pissed me off. That's because this part is not, doesn't think very much. It's just like uh, very instinctual, very reactional, right? The, the conscious. The subconscious is why you respond the way you respond. 
Okay? Does that make sense? So, we're going to talk about how powerful that subconscious is today. This is why most people operate the way they operate, and they have no idea why. And they think, I'm right. You're only right because your experience and your memories and your subconscious tell you you're right. You only react. I've heard people say things, and I go, did you hear what you just said? Have you, has anyone ever told you? Have I ever told you? If I've ever told you that, and I go, did you just hear what you said? You go, huh, did I just say that? <laughs> well, I don't know that I can, blah, 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 blah. And I go, did you just hear yourself? And you go, yeah, why the fuck would I say that? Sometimes the subconscious spits things out, and somebody has to tell you, listen to yourself one more time. And then this part of you says, wow, did I just say that? Did that just come from this part? And the answer is yes. 90% of your thought processes come from your subconscious. The way you act, the way you react, what you do, how you feel, all of it comes from there. Who did not, be honest, who did not want to get up this morning? Raise your hand high. Look around. A lot of you. 50%, maybe more. Look, keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. Lazy people, don't be lazy. <laughs> keep your hand up, 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 up. Look at, look at, look around. If you didn't feel like getting up this morning, let me, let, me, let me tell you something. It was your subconscious. You put your hand up. It was your subconscious telling, giving you some negative thought as to why you shouldn't get up. What hurt, what didn't feel good, what, what was going to uh, bother you, what you didn't have to wear, how tired you were from yesterday. See, the conscious, if you, if you pulled yourself this morning, you went, oh, dude, I'm so excited. You're in the present. And that's what pulled you out of bed. Your conscious pulled you out of bed today. Your subconscious wanted to keep you in bed. That's how powerful it is. Crazy, right? Okay. Um, Brandon, can I have a printed cards, even if you have them just on paper? Please? All right. Let's talk about this. Your subconscious doesn't care. Regardless. That's how you spell it. Everybody go back to the page where you started this and write it in. Look at Brandon. Brandon. Uh, oh, my God. Brandon Reles just came around the corner like, how was it? <laughs> Your subconscious doesn't care regardless. Okay. This is some, these, I'm, I'm going to set you the ground rules. Before we even go into it, I want to let you know how the subconscious works so you don't misunderstand it. And I'm going to give you some examples. Maybe you can share some of yours with me as to where, where this falls with you. All right, ready? It has no sense of humor. Let me, let me translate. I have a nephew that has been a mini sumo wrestler since he was five years old. I mean, this kid is big. The, his dad said his family, he's my nephew, dad said his family, all of them over six foot. My nephew right now is 15, he's 15, Aaron, 16, and he's 6'2". But he's been like, he's been taller than me since he was like in sixth grade, fifth grade probably. It's a big boy, and he's big, like his forearms are the size of my arm right here, like big. He's just a big kid. He's the sweetest thing in the world, right? Hey, Uncle Jerry, and he hugs me. I'm like, motherfucker. Stop growing, kid. 
I feel like I'm hugging Kevin, man. My nephew's big, Kevin. He's just like big, man. But since he was little, since he was little, my family's always said, call him Gordo. Which for us in the Hispanic culture, we think it's cute. It's, it's, it's like fatty, you know, like fat boy. And they've always told me, I go, hey, listen, this kid has no shot at ever slimming down if you call him that. And so they, they would say this, my mom, my mom would say, ay, mi gordito. And I'd go, mom, don't say that to him. He knows I'm kidding. The subconscious doesn't know jokes. If you tell somebody long enough, Jonathan, you're stupid. I'm just playing with you. You're stupid. I'm just playing with you. Your subconscious begins to hear it and doesn't understand a sense of humor. If you tell a child they're stupid long enough, they will become. I want you to hear me very carefully because most of us ignore this. Our parents have definitely ignored this. Do you understand that? This is why I tell people certain things about parenting. Don't tell your kids. Well, tell your kids they're good looking, but make sure they don't, re, they don't believe that their looks are everything. Yeah? Does that make sense? I've told my girls all the time since they were little, you are so beautiful, but just understand you're more than that. You are so pretty, but remember, you're smarter than your looks. Like, I've always made sure to balance it out so they don't walk around thinking that looks are everything. Right? Thank you, God, they don't have OnlyFans accounts because of it. <laughs> It's true. It has no sense of humor. Whatever you tell it, it, it records. You with me? Yeah. So let's just start diving deep. And I, I want you, by today, I want you to all feel like, not that you got therapy, but you got some mental change, right? So let's start uh, unpacking some luggage, right? Who here, who here already can start thinking of things that you were told, you were told, you were told, and they were just like, eh, it's not a big deal. We're just joking. You're like, it's, not a, it's a fucking big deal to me. Why do you keep telling me that? Oof, that shit matters, huh? But the people, more than we think, more than we realize, more than the people that tell us realize. So now, we all play two sides in this story. What were we told? And now, what are we telling? Right? I tell people all the time, you know how difficult it is to be in a relationship? Who's in a relationship right now? All right, put your hand down if your relationship is not toxic. Everybody keep your hand up. Everybody keep your hand up. I tell people all the time, you know, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger said it best. Unfortunately, he got divorced and got caught in some situation. But he said, you know, we come from two different worlds. We were together 10, 15 years. He goes, we had a good run. I thought, fuck, he's right. If you're in a relationship in here, I want you to think about the background of that person. Their experiences since kindergarten, what they were told, who they were told they were, who they were told they weren't, what traumas they went through, what exes they have, what other experiences they went through, accidents, uh, addictions, experiences in college, traveling, not traveling, in the hood, not in the hood, all those experiences. And then I want you to think about all of yours. And then I want you to make all those two worlds collide. And then live happily ever after. <laughs> you know how fucking hard that is? <laughs> and people go, I don't know why she's like that. I don't know why he's like that. You're fucking, you don't understand why you're like that. Why would? 
you most of us don't even understand ourselves. But we want to have a healthy relationship and live happily ever after. How come she doesn't listen? How come he doesn't listen? Dude, it's complicated. Right? When back in the day when people started on Facebook, they'd put shit like it's complicated. I'm like, more than you realize, baby. More than you'll ever realize. You People put that shit on there, they don't even realize what they're fucking saying. It is super complicated. Right? You're like, I thought I came to a real estate workshop. Trust me, I'm working on your brain. Just I'm watching your brain right now. Okay? I'm brainwashing you. The subconscious doesn't have a sense of humor. So now we sit here in, in, in a partnership, right? My previous partner used to always yell at me. Now I'm in a relationship, and my partner says something like that reminds me of what I used to say. So what's my response? To yell at my partner. It is more natural to continue what we've already learned from the subconscious. Because this is, I love him. Oh, he, I know he didn't say that shit to me. <laughs> oh my God, I just want to be happy. Fuck that, I'm not putting up with that shit. It's like, it's all driven from there. It doesn't have an opinion. The subconscious doesn't have an opinion. It only retains data. The subconscious doesn't have an opinion. Some of us are embarrassed with our own thoughts. I can't believe I just thought that. Your subconscious doesn't give a fuck. It's just been trained. We're going to talk about retraining right now or reprogramming. The subconscious doesn't know either way. Do you understand that? If you were raised with broke parents or you were raised with wealthy parents, you're, it's the same subconscious. It's just different data. My, my son's mother tells me the other day, I can't believe he says that shit, right? My son said, I'm, I have a job and I'm going to get my check, but fuck, I'm not going to stay at a job forever. And she's like, can you believe this kid? You know, is he lazy? I go, no, he doesn't want to be at a job forever. He didn't say he doesn't want to work for the rest of his life. He said he doesn't want to be at a job. You don't think that's good? And she goes, well, I guess. I just don't want, I just want to make sure he's going to work. He's going to work. He's just saying he has a different, so it's hard for her to accept that. Because in her subconscious, she's like, this motherfucker should want to work every single day and be hardworking like us. Yes, he's hardworking like us, but he's thinking different. He has different programming. Why would he want to be at a job if we told him, you're, you're an entrepreneur. Everybody, in, we're all entrepreneurs. Why the fuck would we want to be at a job? He doesn't know, he doesn't understand why people even go to a job. This is not a diss on, people, on us that went to a job. We didn't know any better. My son knows better. That's all. My daughter knows better. My three kids, they know better. It's what they learned. They're not smarter than me. They're not smarter than you. They just got different programming. Are you with me? Yes. It doesn't have an opinion. The, the same goes if somebody was told, yeah, work for the city, work for the county, work for the city. Those are good jobs. Work for the county. It is going to be very difficult to reprogram that person because they think, well, you work for the city, you work for the county, you work for the union. Those are the best benefits, right? That's what they were told over and over and over, over and over and over. And they're programmed. The subconscious doesn't have an opinion. If somebody, if you think, if somebody has programmed you to think a certain way, it doesn't get emotional, doesn't get sad, it doesn't get happy, it just accepts and it just, it's just like a computer. If on a computer, 
on your phone, you type out the word black. You type out the word black. The computers and go, oh, oh, racial issues. Don't type that out. You understand? I, I, I talk to people sometimes like, like Kevin's just growing. He's just one of my dearest friends. I just love you so much, bro. I love you, your family. And we talk about this all the time, right? Like people get tripped out about racial stuff. And I'm like, you know why? Because that's in your subconscious. Because your subconscious has been taught something like that. You know what I'm saying? But there's no, it's just data. You can reprogram the data. What? Change the disk. Change the fucking hard drive. Wipe the fucking hard drive clean, you know? It's always recording. This is probably the most important thing I'm going to tell you today about your subconscious. I'm going to give it to you from many different points of view. You are here today as a man, woman, whatever identity you choose. I don't care. But what, what, however you feel, you've recorded. You are here today as a student of the Every Group, of the Every Group business system. You're recording right now. You've recorded data of how you should be as a father. You've recorded data of how you should be as a mother. It's always recording. Be careful what you play for it. My mom, years ago, right, um, some of you know the story. I, I, I got up one day and I was listening to these, these cassettes. Yeah, cassettes. And a long time ago, I was listening to these cassettes and I got so inspired. And I went, you know what? I'm done with living a mediocre life. And I'm done doing what mediocre people do. I don't come home and watch TV like everyone else. And I got up. I unplugged my... My mom's cooking, okay? I came home from work. My mom's cooking. I'm listening to these cassettes because I'm like programming myself and I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit at home doing nothing. So I would listen to cassettes and I would fucking read. And I got up, I unplugged the TV and I took it downstairs. And mom was like, what the f are you doing, right? Go, We're done with this shit, mom. We're done being mediocre in here. And I walked down the stairs from my apartment and I put it on the trash. I came and said, I was like, what are you doing? Imagine right now, you walked out of your home with the TV and you just threw it out. People would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Right? No, I don't think that reaction has changed much. And I go, mom, we're done being mediocre. Imagine my mom, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said, we're done being mediocre. We don't come home and we watch TV and shit. Let's read more, mom. Let's fucking listen to positive shit, okay? I got, I got a, a daughter. I got to change my life. Nobody understood what I was talking about. But you know what I knew? I knew that every time when I got home, no matter how excited I was, I turned the TV on. Breaking news, uh, fire. Breaking news, high-speed chase. Breaking news, three dead, four dead, five dead, ten dead, a hundred dead. I was fucking done. When I understood that my mind was programming, reading, recording, no matter what, guess what kind of day I was going to have the next day? 
Well, how do you think if you if you're constantly seeing people are burning, dying, uh, getting raped, getting I mean, if you saw all these fucking tragedies day in, day out in the evening, right before you go to sleep, how do you possibly think you're going to wake up excited and positive the next morning? And I told my mom and she goes, that doesn't affect me. I go, mom, of course it affects you. She goes, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, that, things like that happen. They happen in life. And I said, mom, then how come you're such a pessimist? I'm not negative. I said, no, but I say you're negative. You're a pessimist. Very specific. My mom is the type of person. I love my mom. My mom is the type of person, though, that if I said, hey, we're going to drive today, we're going to drive to Texas. You know, people die on the way to Texas when they drive. <laughs> my mom always sees the most negative possible outcome in anything. Hey, mom, I'm going to Hawaii with my cousin, and we're all meeting out in Hawaii. And she's like, that's such a long flight, and it's so dangerous. People crash over the water, and nobody finds them. I'm like, why the fuck would you tell me that when I'm going to get on an eight-hour flight right now? What, who says that? Where do you think she got that from? The news. The news. You know what I wish? They had good news. And they said, hey, out of 438 flights today, all of them got there safe. Right. Fuck. You'd be like, hey, flying is a good thing. But they only talk about the crash. Millions and millions and millions and millions of people rode their cars today and they made it to work. They made it to see to their to their wedding. They made it to their anniversary. They made it to a dinner. They made it to a friend's party and they all made it safe. Nope. You hear about the one fiery crash. So what do you think if you're getting pointed out the fiery crash, the fiery accident, the fiery everything? You think that the world is a fucking accident. Are you with me? Yes. Stop watching the news. I'm telling you, it is. To understand, stop listening to music that fucking triggers you. Look, for some of you, it's, you know, <laughs> we're talking with Avery. We were at the gym when yesterday, and uh, Kevin, <laughs> somebody, somebody played some music, right? It was like some, some heartbreak R&B, right? And Avery says, damn, this is for the people that want to get into their feelings and then work out real hard, you know? <laughs> and we were laughing. I said, hey, bro, somebody's getting triggered by this right now, bro. What, what, do you remember what song is? Exchange by Bryson Tiller. Exchange by Bryson Tiller. Heartbreak, man. It's like, damn. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Ladies, you know, if you listen to a little, a little less reggaeton, a little less bad words from a woman on a song talking about nasty stuff, I listen to reggaeton. You know, reggaeton is not what it used to be. God, it is so raunchy. I'm not, look, I'm no saint. I'm, I'm not, I've been a dog. On, I was a kid. I was... Look, I'm a human being, but fuck, if it makes me blush, what the fuck is the world coming to? <laughs> I mean, soy una perra en calor. <laughs> if you know that song, that's why you're laughing. 
What the fuck is that? Uh, uh, Kevin, that, that means I'm a dog in heat. It's a female artist singing that. Would you want your daughters hearing that shit? Programming, though. Programming. Breaking thresholds. I guess it's okay. I heard it a thousand times. I guess it's not so bad. This is how, in my time, in the, in the, in the mid-90s, late-90s, this is why people shot at each other with no care. Because every song was about shooting motherfuckers. Gang, shooting, gang, shooting, gang, shooting. And you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, the choice comes to whether to shoot or not. And you're like, yeah, fuck, yeah, because the fucking song has you programmed. Programming is real. Be careful what you listen to. Be careful who you listen to. You know, people always ask me, what do you think about this guy? What do you think about this guy? When Trump, what do you think about Trump? I go, he's right about a lot of things. He's right about everything? No. What do you think about Biden? I don't think much. <laughs> what do you think about Obama? I think Obama did some good things. I think he did some stupid shit. Like everybody. You're like, oh, you're talking about black people? No, I'm talking about a president that did some stupid shit and some good shit. I don't give a fuck what he is. Black, white, I don't care. Who fucking cares? Nobody's talking about that. I'm talking about actions. People ask me, what do you think about Andrew Tate? I think Andrew Tate has some good things, and I think some shit is real shady. Yeah, I think some of his principles and morals are good. I think, but I think he, he doesn't do what he says in some things. You know? Is he right all the way? No. Is he wrong all the way? No. Nobody is. Who can admit you're a little right about some things and you're a little wrong about some things? Okay, cool. Then pick what you, what you, what you want, but be careful who you're listening to. Right? Somebody can't just be, I tell you guys all the time, look, when I tell you something, go out and question it. Go study it. Fucking tell me, hey, Jerry, I think something was off when you said that. Fuck, please, please. But see, you're not because I study what, I, what I'm going to talk about. I don't ever go around saying shit that I don't, that I don't know. Young guys, we, we get into that habit. We say, oh, I know that already. Oh, I know. We're so prideful. I don't know about women, but man, we do that. We become know-it-alls about, about, we know 1% of something. We go, yeah, I know. Stop being a know-it-all. Be a learn-it-all. There's no shame in not knowing. But there's shame in getting caught. I've caught young guys and they go, no, no, blah, blah, blah. And I go, do you know how that works? Well, not really. I go, then, then you don't have to show off, bro. You, you don't know. Just say, I don't know. It's okay. It's all right. Right? You don't know. You don't know. Just say, I don't know. Cool. Say, I don't know shit about shit. When you say that, bro, I can coach you. But when you go, no, I know, I'm good. No, no, no problem. I ain't going to coach you like that. All right. Everybody ready? Hey. Ooh, isn't this cute? Yeah. <laughs> Look, all Tallulah sees is I have five of these every morning. <laughs> Tallulah eats more protein than me and Avery together, man. Fucking steak for breakfast and shit. Okay, who knows the jo who knows the question? The big riddle. What came first, the chicken or the egg? So a couple of weeks ago, I talked about this, right? Here's what I wondered: What came first, the money or the changes in a person? Because sometimes we see people that make money, and we're like, "Fuck, I wonder if they made any changes." 
Or now that they've made money, they started getting their life together. And then sometimes we see people that are making changes, but the money's not there yet. So you're in doubt both ways. Which one is it? Which came first? Do people need to make money to start reading the books? Do people need to make money and then start learning about life, becoming a better person, becoming a better partner, finding God, finding their creator? Or do people find their creator, live happy, live in joy, have better friendships, have better relationships, read the books, and then make more money? It's up to you. It's, it's, it's debatable because people can say whatever they want. But I'm going to share with you my personal story. I had to change. Absolutely. Where I was destined was a life of being broke, but even worse, broke-minded. You have a program. And Mr. Brandon, he cut this off, but... Can somebody give me, give me the definition of program? Go ahead, Google it. All of a sudden, your phones are off. Come on, your phone's here. Okay, okay, good. No, no, don't guess. Don't guess. I want you to Google it. It's on the next slide. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not, guys. It's not. Who has it? Go ahead, Janelle. A set of related measures or activities with a particular long-term aim. And then another definition is a series of coded software. No, not that one. Not that one. Um, but yeah, just a set of related measures or activities with a particular long-term aim. Okay. A set of measures aimed for a, per, uh, for a, a particular long-term aim. Isn't that what it is? So whatever measure you're given, whatever program you're given is going to give you, <clears throat> give you your long-term aim. So when I tell you that my program had me headed down to jail, the hospital, being broke, broke-minded, at a warehouse forever, I'm telling you that was, that's the real shit. And I believe that getting closer to my creator allows me to understand that every single one, because there's people that say, oh, there's only some winners and some are not. I don't believe that. I honestly believe Everyone here can win big. You, most of us just choose not to. We choose not to make the changes that I've made. I'm telling you, you know, a lot of, one time we were talking to my kids and they were like, dad, why do you always tell everybody like your shit? Like you tell them where you've been, you tell them what, you know, you, and I go, because I don't ever want somebody to, because you, some of you may get this weird picture of he's the CEO, makes a lot of money. You know, oh my God, I was, he was born that way. I wasn't. I didn't come out a CEO. I didn't come out a CEO. I came out a kid just like you. Went through all kinds of bullshit and then had to reprogram myself at some point. So for any of you here that are going, fuck, I don't like where my life has led up to today. It's just programming. If you'll just allow what I'm telling you to sink in so you can begin to make some changes, your life will change. Your income will change. All of it will change. All of it. I'm living proof. And there's millions of people like this. Millions. Brainwash. That's what I do. To the process or an instance of brainwashing, an effect upon one's memory, belief, or ideas. I want to affect 
your memory, belief, and ideas, because most of them are probably bad. Like, look, if you have some good memories and beliefs and ideas, can somebody share me share with me one um, belief or idea uh, or memory that you think serves you well? Here, let's go. Let's go right here. Go ahead. Give it to me. Uh, from a young age, my brother always told me true success comes from what you could do for other people, not for what you could do for yourself. Bro, I love your brother. Why isn't he here? Let's recruit your brother. <laughs> He's working on other things. Like what? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to talk to your brother. Okay, because that that is a is that a great belief? Yes. That is a fucking powerful belief. I constantly talk about right at the Avery Group. You make well, you make money by default here. What does that mean? By helping others, you help your team, you help the clients, you help everyone. Help, 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 help. All of a sudden, a fucking check comes. You're like, I was just helping. I got paid. And you do it over and over. And now you train a team of people that are helping, helping, helping. All of a sudden, the checks come. And you're helping people and making money by default instead of chasing a check, closing a deal. Fucking right, right, right. Closing, closing, closing. Right? Who else has a, a, a memory, belief, or idea that you think serves you properly? Lynette? My mom would say in Spanish, um... Al mal paso, dale prisa. So, like, the bad step, like, hurry up. Yeah, and, if, if you're going through something bad, don't sit in it. Just, come on, let's go. Just walk through it. Yeah, and that has helped me here, like, oh, like, I have to call someone and, like, figure something out. And, like, might be, like, a lot of stuff. But do it right now. Don't dwell do on it. Do it right now. Don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's ever had a situation and, you're, and you think about it over and over and you let it sit and you let it sit? It just gets worse. It's like a fucking seed. And you're like, oh, shit. I knew I should have taken the seed out. My motherfucker's growing a tree now. Right? It doesn't go away. Right? Okay, anybody else? Right here. What's a good memory, belief, or idea that you've had? I believe that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Is that a good belief? Yeah. Sure. It alleviates, you know, the, the wonder, like, why does this always happen to me? Am I getting targeted by life? Right? It's like, hey, it happens for a reason. And what you're doing is connecting your present moment with the, a positive future. Right? Very good. All right. I love that. Okay. Everyone understanding this? Yeah. All right. We're going to, because this is so mental, we're going to take little breaks here and there because I could go forever. All right. Let's all stand up, high five each other, and just say, man, I'm, are, you, are, are you getting brainwashed? Are you getting brainwashed? All right, let's have a seat. All right, we just need to, we just need to go, go, go. Okay, everybody ready? Is this too much for your mental? No? All right, let's go. So after brainwashing, after brain, what is, what comes after brainwashing? Reprogram. It's like a computer. Who's ever cleaned out a com wiped the computer and then and you and you fucked up, you wiped everything out. So you gotta put you gotta put Windows back in it. You gotta put every all the all the operating software again. You're like God damn. Or your phone, you wipe it on. You're like God ah, shit. Now I need this app and that app, and you forget, right? Reprogramming, reprogramming, reprogram, reprograms to program anew. That's actually a word to program anew.
especially to revise or write a new program. Who would like to revise or write a new program in their mind? Who right here knows? Like, I've had some shitty relationships, and, you can, and you're mature enough to go, it was probably me. Absolutely. All you women, please raise, women, please raise your hand, women. Don't, don't make me point you out. Please. 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 Okay. All right. To revise or write a new program. So I'm going to take you back. I'm in my 20s. I'm, I'm, I'm now. Here's the problem. Like, I'm no longer going to let bad stuff into my mind. A guy by the name of Zig Ziglar used to say, allowing... Allowing stuff into your mind is like this. Who here? Reuben, you have a daughter. Reuben, would you allow your daughter to get blindfolded and say, okay, baby, you can walk into the supermarket with a spoon and whatever you want. Whatever you want, you can just get it and eat it. Whatever you want, anything for free, no charge. Would you be happy about that? Probably not. Why? Because some of it could be granola and fruit or fucking rat poison. That is how the subconscious works. You're just walking around blindfolded going like this, feeding your brain, allowing it to go in. Allowing it to go in. And we have to watch. So the first part of it is we stop the fucking bad program, yes? You stop the news. You stop the raunchy reggaeton music, ladies. I've heard some songs, Omar. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, like, we'll be eating at a restaurant or something, and somebody go, oh, that's my song. I'm like, does your mom know that? What the fuck? Now, some of you go, yeah, my mom likes it, too. That's a bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's really bad. That's really bad. All right. Who here? Okay with writing a new program. Revising the one you got. Let's revise this shit, right? Let's update the software. Imagine the software you're running with, right? If a phone needs constant update software, the one you're running with was programmed between, remember what Boyd said? Zero to 11. From zero to 11, you're running with that old ass, shitty thinking software that someone programmed you with that probably wasn't an entrepreneur, didn't live in this era, didn't understand what you understand, and you're running with that program. And you're, you're like, I'm good. You're far from good, homie. You know how many people I meet, Ruben? And I'm like, hey, man, 30, 40,000 real estate. And they're like, I'm good. I'm like, you don't, even, you don't know that you don't know that you're fucked up. Damn. <laughs> you don't know that you don't know you're broke as shit. People go, I make good money. I'm like, how much money do you make? Well, 50000 a year. I'm like, compared to who? Compared to your Tio Nacho? Sure. Sure, absolutely. You're doing great. Fucking right on. Kevin, we were having dinner, and somebody that you know said, man, I do fucking good, man. Shit, I do good. He doesn't know me, right? And he said, shit, I do great. Shit, I've been, I've been making 100000 a year for a couple years now. Shit, I'm doing fucking badass. And I looked at him, I was like, oh. That's cute. Good for you. He feels good about it. But I thought in my head, that's programming. That's a limit that he's hit. Like, dude, this is monumental. And I thought to myself, man, if he only knew how powerful he was, if he only knew 
who the man sitting next to him was, he could think of how great he really could be. But that's zero to 11 programming. Right here. Got to Got to revise it. Got to upgrade it. All right. Let's get to the 148,000 no's. It's a chapter in this book that absolutely, I've read almost all the book already, but I keep going back to this chapter because it was, it was probably the one that inspired me. The beginning of the book and understanding why he wrote this book is what dumbfounded me. The book is called, you don't have to go buy it. You're not going to read it anyway. <laughs> what to say when you talk to yourself. So he says in here, I'm going to read you a little, I'll read you a couple little pages. Um, because I get nervous. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. I should mark the pages, huh? <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Nah, I'm just kidding. I sold you my subconscious. Who's ever said something like, don't tell me what to do. Who stole that to somebody? Raise your hand. All of you, raise your hand. Ladies, please raise your hand. Don't tell me what to do. You know that's a learned behavior? You heard somebody say that? You heard your mom say that? You heard your older brother, older sister say You heard somebody say that? And you don't even know why you say that. Don't tell me what to do. Like, why not? I'm instructing you. You know, when you're a good student, you, you listen to that and you listen to it from a different place. You go, you're instructing me on what to do. You probably do understand and know better. So I'm going to do that. Do that. That's what an educated, right? Thinking, thinking does. But when you're raised ghetto, you're like, don't tell me what to do. You shake your head like that and everything. A bobblehead. I really should mark these pages. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, here we go. All right. Here's the premise, the whole premise of this book. He says, on the, tra on the trail to a sensible, uh, of a sensible solution. Um, of all the self-help concept concepts I've uncovered, the concept of programming the brain with a more successful new picture of yourself is the most sensible. I am not the uh, I am not the first behavioral researcher or author to figure this out. Others have come to the same conclusion as I uh, that whatever you put into your mind in one way or another is or you will get back out in one way or another. Although although not every writer in the self development field has arrived at the same conclusion, only because they were looking at the problem in a different way. I'm going to fast forward this for you to this part. He says. I studied the philosophies of success, analyzed the list of instructions, the how-tos of making more money, being better managers, losing weight, overcoming depression, getting a better job, setting goals, living with others, managing time, or just generally being more successful. I tried the success techniques for myself and talked to dozens of others from many walks of life who have done the same. I talked at great length with many of the leaders of the success industry, corporations whose business it is to sell us success. You do know there's an industry that sells you success. You look at it on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. The five keys, the three steps. 
I talked to the customers who attended the seminars, bought the books, or listened to the cassettes. I talked to uh, the employees of the companies who were in the business of selling success formulas to learn if they too applied the principles which their companies promoted. To learn the principles which their companies promoted. To learn what really worked and what did not. I immersed myself in the world of success, examining every facet of that fascinating field from the inside out. I consulted with the leaders of the industry. I examined their methods their, and their systems and their solutions during those years of observing, practicing the techniques and analyzing uh, the results of others. I continue to ask myself the questions. If there are so, listen to this. If there are so many good solutions, why aren't they creating permanent changes? If there's so many good solutions, why aren't they creating permanent changes in our lives? As an example, why do so many people read a book on something as worthwhile as positive thinking, decide to start thinking differently, and end up six months later thinking just as they did before they read the book? Eventually, I came up with a clear conclusion about self-improvement. And then he goes into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the answer here. Ready? Ready? What he says in this book is that when you hear something externally, it makes sense. You ready? When you hear something externally, it makes sense to this part of your brain. But whatever you repeat after it speaks to this part of your brain. So who's come out of, who's come out of Saturday, a Saturday workshop, a Thursday op night, and gone and just gone and home and told your partner, your sister, your brother, your neighbor, your roommate, and you go, oh, man, I'm so fired up, man. Oh, my God. And they're like, what the fuck did you eat, right? Oh, shit. What, ooh, they got some good stuff over there, boy. What, what's going on? Who's ever done that? And you just can't even understand why they don't get it. Like, dude, you just don't get it, boy. Oh, my God, right? And then two weeks from now, you miss a meeting. Don't read the book. Don't go to the gym. And then you're right back at their level. And they go, hey, let's go watch a game. You go, yeah, dude. You're not going to go to your meeting. I fuck that shit. <laughs> I fucking positive fucking thinking and fucking buzz. Never miss a meeting. Same old shit, you know. Be grateful, fuck. And then you don't understand. Why? All of a sudden, you're back in that place. Because what you heard was processed. But what you kept telling yourself after that was the same old bullshit. The gist of this whole book is that what you tell yourself matters more. Externally, things may temporarily make a change. But internally is what makes permanent changes. The permanent self-talk is what makes changes. Who's been here before? Everybody stand up where you are. Stand up where you are. I've told this to people for years, and people have always said I'm crazy. You know, when I was broke as shit, okay, I started reading the books. I started attending the seminars. I started getting the cassettes, and I threw my TV away. And, I, and then all of a sudden, I heard this one time. Mind you, I'm ghetto as fuck. I'm that cool kid. I used to stand at parties like this. 
Nah, if a girl wants to talk, she wants to talk to me, she has to come over here. You know? <laughs> Too cool. Too cool for school, right? And then somebody said to me one day, it's what you say to yourself. He goes, what do you say to yourself? And I was like, stupid. Like what? Like, what do you say to yourself? Well, I don't say shit to me. I'm just realistic. Who's ever said that? I'm just realistic. That's the stupidest thing you could tell yourself. Because reality is circumstance created by you anyway. What you just said is you don't have control of your circumstances. Therefore, your reality is created by someone else. That's a fucking lie. No. <laughs> Sorry, I was flowing. Here's my point. Here's my point. He said, what do you say to yourself? And he goes, fucking start saying this to yourself. Fucking great things always happen to me, man. Now, mind you, mind you, the first time he told me that, I'm ghetto, I'm too cool for school. I'm like, stupid, <laughs> stupid. My son has become me, I don't even, when I was a kid, I don't even know why, he doesn't see that part of me, but I guess he hears the story, so that's my son. Stupid, -y. Like, do you're not from the hood, why are you acting like that? Slap you right now. <laughs> and he says, and, and I said, stupid, what? He goes, bro, just say it. Great things always happen to me. And he's like, no, no, you got to mean it, bro. I go, but they don't. He goes, see, you're thinking someone else is in charge. And he goes, it's going to feel uncomfortable until your subconscious believes it. He goes, push through. I swear to you, it's one of the first steps that I made myself push through. And I was like, great things always happen to me. He goes, bro, do you believe it? I go, well, no, because, you know, great things don't happen to me. He goes, see, that's you again saying someone else is in control. Wait till tomorrow, bitch. It's one day. Like, give it. I swear, I was like in this debate with this guy. Like, I go, man, I love you, bro. I'd punch you, but fuck, I love you. And he's like, start saying it so the circumstances change, the circumstances you create. Bro, every, ladies and gentlemen, every fucking fire that you've ever had, you started. You got to accept that shit. You started it with this thought process. You go, nah, all my, all my boyfriends have been stupid and they're always, no, you're stupid in picking them. Ladies, you know, there was a philosopher back in the day, philosopher back in the day that, that uh, his name's Cat Williams. He said, he said, ladies, don't blame us for shit you're in charge of. It's called self-esteem. It's esteem of yourself. Damn, that guy's smart, huh? Yeah. I was just a fucking genius. And so I started practicing it. All right, because I was like, I fucking trust this guy. He's successful. What do I got to, you know, what do I got, what do you got to lose? by when you, when you start getting positive, what do you got to lose? So he, I was, look, guys, I was in the closet. I was a I was a positive I was a positive yeah listen to me I was a positive closet case okay I'd close the bathroom door and I'd go great things always happen to me and I go fuck that feels I would blush think about how fucking stupid I was I would blush and get red and get embarrassed by myself like, oh, I can't believe I just said that. Oh, my God. I feel so stupid saying that. Think about how fucking weird that is. You want to meet somebody that had fucked up thinking? I'm the, I'm the guy. 
And I started doing a little more confident. Fuck yeah. Hey, great things always happen to me. Fuck yeah. Come on, Jerry, let's do this shit today. And I'd get dressed, put on my clothes, let's go for it again. And then some bad shit would happen. I go, what about when bad shit happens? He goes, say it again. I go, what? He goes, start changing the circumstances. I was like, bro, this is some magic bullshit. Like, I don't believe in this shit, you know? Like, he goes, no, bro, it's all about external thinking that changes the, the conscious, that changes how you act and, re, and, and react to things. All right. He goes, just keep doing it. Guys, it's been years. I wasn't able to do this before. But today in front of all of you, I can go, fucking great things always happen to me. I didn't start that way. Some of you today, your subconscious right now is going, oh, he's going to make me say it. I don't feel like saying that. I mean, he's, he's right. It doesn't happen to me. Stop it. Stop. That's your fucking subconscious. Shut that watermelon down. And I want you to say it. Nobody's watching you. Nobody's watching you. Look, the person to the right of you, the person to the left of you, they're fucking here too to learn. They're here too to change their life. I don't want this to be a raw, raw seminar, but I do want you to start changing your fucking mindset. At the count of three, just say it. Let's go. One, two, three. Okay, some of you, okay, who right now, be honest and say, uh, I didn't say it very loud. Raise your hand. Be honest. I'm not going to bring the microphone to you, nothing. All right. All right, cool. Thank you. Say it again. You don't have to yell it, but believe it. Somehow, let it shiver your body and go, fuck, maybe, maybe, maybe this is how I start the reprogramming. By beginning to say great things happen to me instead of, because look, you could be the other person like I was. Oh, fucking this bullshit always happens to me, man. Fuck, this bullshit always happens to me, man. Why does this shit always happen to me? Who's ever said that shit before? Oh, you weren't embarrassed to say that? That's what you should fucking be embarrassed about. And nobody got it against you. The white man's not after you. Some of you fucking victims out there. The country's not after you. Uh, yeah, Illuminati's not after you. They don't even know who the fuck you are. If they even exist, they don't know who the fuck you are. You don't make enough money. You're not on their radar. You ain't Tupac. Relax. They're not, you're not on anybody's radar. Your ex forgot about you. They don't, they're not after you anymore. And if you believe that, search your social media off. And then that's it. That's done. Be done with that bullshit. Okay, so you said that before. Let's try this again. You don't have to yell it, but just feel it. Great things always happen to me on three. One, two, three. Great things always happen to me. One more time. Great things always happen to me. Oh, great things always happen to me. I'm so excited about that shit. And one day I started believing it. And all of a sudden, great shit started happening. I was like, this fucker was right. Have a seat, everybody. All of a sudden, great things started happening. Great things always happen to me. Isn't that amazing? You're subconscious. So. We can't talk about great things always happening to you 
without being aware of all the bullshit going on, which is which begins right here. I'm going to read to you part of this chapter here um, that really, 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 really. Can I get a, a stool? Because I want to stay. I, I can't stay still. <laughs> I need to read. <laughs> Sir. Sure. <laughs> All right, ready? If you're in a relationship, understand that getting 148,000 no's affects the way you communicate with a partner. Getting 148,000 no's affects the way you react to anything your children do or ask for. Getting 148,000 no's affect how you listen to clients. I'm going to go into the after, but, you know, we always talk about this rule, right? When somebody says no in sales, we just believe that they don't have enough information. But the first time I heard no from a client, I shut down because I was programmed to hear no and no meant no. Who has ever been told by their parents, no means no. So when a client said, ask me if I'm interested in buying a home. No, I'm not. You get up and go, shit, no means no. And you walk away. Hard programming. The real professional begins to say, maybe they didn't understand me. Let me explain this one more time. And you go, just, you know, I know you said no, but what is it you're saying no to? Building more equity? Um, paying yourself instead of your landlord? Um, security for your family? Uh, freedom in the next 10 years? What is it you're actually saying no to? And see, when you're in sales, when you're doing things for other people other than yourself, you start thinking, right? Imagine, I woke up, great things always happening, great things always happening. Why are you saying no, bro? Great things can always happen to you too. In that positive mind frame, I can ask. In the negative mind frame, like, oh, I knew you were going to say no. Everybody tells me no. And you walk out. This is why the subconscious matters, right? So there's 148 notes. I'll give you an example of some of the negative programming most of us have received. During the first 18 years of our lives, we, we grew up in a fairly average, reasonable, positive home. We are told no or what we could not do more than 148,000 times. If you were a little more fortunate, you may have been told no only 100,000 times or 50,000 times. However many, it was considerably more negative programming than any of us needs. Meanwhile, during the same period, the first 18 years of your life, how often do you suppose you were told uh, what you can do or what you can accomplish in life? A few thousand times, maybe? Maybe? A few hundred? During my speaking engagements to a group of, across the country, I've had to t uh, people tell me they could not remember being told what they could accomplish in life more than three or four times. Think. Some of you, when's the last time your, time your dad said, you can do it? Your mom? Maybe they're too emotionally immature, so they're wrapped up in their own life. The bills, they're wrapped up in bullshit. Not their fault. They didn't attend this class. 
but you are. The worst thing I, I, I think one of the worst things, <laughs> Monterey Park said, I always find parking in the front, man. Do you got, that's a whole, that's a whole other, that's a whole other fucking, my, come here, both of you. Where's my three, where's my three nutcases at? Right here. Get this. this is Avery Glenn, my son, Tallulah, and Lauren is somewhere over there. She goes, oh, she's coming. Um, okay. Because I don't want you to think that, because look, when somebody told me this, I was in disbelief. I was like, bullshit. I'm the kind of guy that calls bullshit on everything. Bullshit. Until I see it. Do we always find parking? Since you've been little, do we always find parking in the front? I go, dude, guys, we're going to go, ah, it's always so packed. We're going to find parking right in the front. Watch. And then we go, oh, somebody's pulling out or just empty spot. Everybody's looking for parking. We just go. Well, it almost feels like. We're cheating the system somehow. I'm like, oh, what? Yes or no? Yes. Uh, uh, microphone, microphone. Oh, it kind of felt like as a little girl, like magic. He would like, he would scream it at the top of his lungs and then a car would like start pulling out and be like, no way. Like, no, it's not possible. But yes. Correct. Naharo's always find parking in the front. Naharo's always find parking in the front. I've, I've been saying that since these guys were little. And so I'm super programmed, right? Okay, thanks, guys. Um, we always find parking in the front. And I always figured, like, I want you to think about, like, think like me, super negative. Because that's how I was, super negative. You go, that bullshit doesn't work. You got to be saying something to yourself. What else are you going to say? Fuck, I never find parking. Okay. Go ahead. You got two. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Right? You have two choices. My, like my friend said. You can say great things always happen to me, or you can say, why does this always happen to me? You can remain a victim, or you can become this person. I, you have to make a choice. Make a choice. For heaven's sake, make a choice, but don't fucking stay in the same place. Um, a sneeze. Meanwhile, during the same period, the first 18 years of your life, how often do you suppose we were told that you can, uh, that you can do or can accomplish in life? If you said, oh, so we already went through this, uh, blah, 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 across the country, lost my place, uh, three, four times, whatever the number for most of us is yes, uh, of the yeses we received simply didn't balance out the no's. The occasional words of belief were just that occasional. And they were far way outweighed by our daily dose of cannots. Got that? Yeah. This negative programming that, we'll, uh, that we all received and still receive has come to us quite unintentionally. It has come to us from our parents who wanted to protect us. It has come from our brothers, our sisters, from our teachers, our schoolmates, our associates at work, our life mates, advertising of all kind, the morning paper, the six o'clock news. Leading behavioral researchers have told us that as much as 70% of everything we think, 70% uh, of everything we think is negative counterproductive and works against us 70 percent that is that crazy i know that i don't think that's it that's your program bro i'm 10 foot tall 
At the same time, medical, uh, same time, medical researchers have said that as much as 75% of all illnesses are self-induced. It's no wonder. What if the researchers are correct? That means that as much as 75% or more of our programming is the wrong kind. Until very recently, no one understood well enough that the human mind, how it really works. The result uh, was that without knowing what they were doing, without us recognizing the immense effect this casual programming was having on us, they have been programming us the wrong way. Uh, programming us the wrong way. Everything and everyone around us, without being aware of it, has been programming us. Unfortunately, most of it was the wrong kind of programming. We took it to heart. Year after year, word for word, our life scripts were etched. Layer by layer, nearly in, indelibly, our self-indelibly means like for certain. Indelibly, our self-images were created. In time, we ourselves joined in. That's the hard part. See, there comes a time when they've told you, they've told you, they've told you, they've told you. Then now you start carrying the same message. You listening to that? Yeah. I talk to people all the time as adults and they go, ah, it's, I've always been clumsy. I go, no. Somebody told you you were clumsy and now you've accepted that. Oh, I've always, since I was little, I had bad luck. The fuck? <laughs> Somebody told you over and over and over and over. And now you believe that. And guess what you're doing now? Telling yourself that. And what is, this, what is the premise of this whole book? It's not whether you go to the seminar, where you listen to the CD, you go to the cassette, where you read the book. It's what you continue to tell yourself after that matters. You with me? Yeah. Can you tell how fucked up we are right now? Just by reading. They're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Right? Uh, unfortunately, most of us are the wrong programming year after year. Indelibly, self-images were created in time we ourselves joined in. We began to believe that what we were being told by others and what we were telling ourselves was true. That's the premise of this book. That no matter what's going on externally, if internally you keep re repeating the record, repeating the cassette, repeating the CD, repeating the song, hitting playback and playback, Nothing's going to change. What you tell yourself, you know, I was telling my son the other day, I said, I want Avery to love Avery. I didn't say, I want you to know I love you because I tell him I love him all the time. But if Avery doesn't love himself, what's the result going to be? Bad. I want Avery to love Avery. Avery needs to know I'm important. I'm special. I'm someone. Can everybody say that? I'm important. I'm, important. I'm, special. I'm special. I'm someone. I'm going to be somebody. If you told yourself that every morning, if you told, taught your kids to tell themselves that every morning, what kind of different programming would you have? Because some of you, some of us think, well, I wasn't programmed either way. You were programmed by default. You were, you're programmed regardless because your subconscious is what? Always recording. You with me? I love when parents, parents tell their kids, I didn't teach you to lie. Um, you had me answer your phone and tell my auntie that you weren't here. Right? Moms do this all the time. Oh, don't tell your dad we went to go shopping. Don't tell your dad. Mom, you're teaching your children to lie to their father. 
And then when the child lies, you go, I didn't teach you to lie. Mm, yeah, you did. Okay, last part of this. In time, we, be we became what we most believed about ourselves. And in doing so, we created a wall, which for most of us will stand invisibly, but powerfully between us and our unlimited futures for as long as our old programming remains in force. Unless the, un unless the programming we receive is erased or replaced with different programming, it will stay with us permanently and affect and direct everything we do for the rest of our lives. Fortunately, that doesn't have to be the case. Some trippy shit. Now we're going to go back to this. We're going to end it with, with this little exercise. Who would like to have some psychological breakthrough today? Huh. Michelle, come over here, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Okay, don't start to cry. Um, all right. I want you to turn this way. I want you to look at me. And we're going to save you from the mic right now. As a matter of fact, can, will they be able to hear them? I'll tell you what, let's get the mic. I'm going to shut my mic off. I'm going to give you guys some instructions. Can all of you follow instructions? Yes. All right. Let's put this, let's have you, young lady, hold this microphone. Let's pass that, Jesus, let's pass that to the young lady somewhere. I want it right in the middle. And I want us to, I want us to understand what's going on. I want to, I want to show you kind of in a mass scale what's going on. There's about a hundred of you here. Okay. Here present. Um, what's 150,000 divided by a hundred? Can somebody do the math? 150,000 divided by a hundred. 150? 150, no. 1,500, right? So I want you to understand this. Between 100 of you, you, would ha you have re repeated, in, th in this group, if we wanted to speed up the process, if you were to say some negative comment like, don't look, Michelle. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Between a hundred of us here, we would have to repeat this 1,500 times to catch up to the times that we've heard this in our lifetime. At eight, by the age of 18, by the way. It's a lot. So we're going to try to mimic that right now. I'm going to pop these out, all of them. And I want you to start at a different place. You don't, don't start at the top. Everybody start at a different place, but read them all. Uh, let's move over here, Michelle. <laughs> a little bit closer. There you go. There you go. All right, look at me. 
And what I want you to do is start wherever you want to start. Yes. I want you to start wherever you're going to start and just just continue the list. So let's say you start at the bottom one. No, you can no, you can fail and read there and then start at the top. I just want every single one of you to just read them. And I want you to understand this is what the subconscious feels like, because if you're replaying what you've heard in the in the record, what you've recorded, this is what it's playing at all times. This is why in the morning we wake up with 60,000 thoughts and 40,000 of them are negative. They're of the past because this is what keeps repeating. Who here knows what I'm talking about? You woke up this morning and you're thinking about the bill, the ex, this bitch that hurt, said some shit, this fucking guy that hurt your feelings. Like you're just, it's a constant. If you have trauma, it's the trauma. It's like, it's constant. And it takes you some time to kind of forget about it, piece yourself together and then go, go for your day, put on your mask. You know, I tell women all the time, uh, you know, my, my therapy, my friend and mentor, Georgie, used to say all the time that women are the best at hiding their trauma because they use makeup. So you can't see. And that's, that's a woman's defense. Like, they can't see me. They can't see me. I was crying. I'm hurt. Uh, fuck that guy. Fuck that trauma. But I'm okay now. Man, we kind of just have to face it. We don't fuck. We, we're like, this is my fucking mugshot right here. And this is it. Sure. They're a beard, right? Look at me. I'm tough. I'm, a, I'm tough, right? I got a big beard. Look at how tough I am. Okay. Ready? You are Michelle's subconscious. And I'm going to be her conscious programming. And then you're going to tell us what this feels like. Okay. They're going to be saying certain things. Okay. Ready? Ready. Go. What they're saying, what they're saying is, no, you can't do that. No, you can try that. Here, read, read what they're saying. I want you to read what they're saying. of success you can do this okay whatever somebody be short Why are you crying? 
let's let's have the microphone. First and foremost, how did you feel saying that? Somebody who wants to say something. How did you feel? Oh, there's a mic over there. I felt really bad and kind of shitty saying it. You felt shitty saying it. Yeah. You felt shitty saying it to someone else, but you understand you said a lot of this stuff to yourself. True. You didn't feel shitty because you were saying it to her. You feel shitty because you, you've heard this before. Right. Plus, anybody else? How did you feel? How did that make you feel in saying it, repeating it? Go ahead, Jonathan. Or go ahead, Carlo, 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 go. And give it to Jonathan. I kind of felt disgusting saying it. Oh. Yeah. It was just like. But see, that disgusting me. feeling isn't just you saying it. It's you knowing that it's in your subconscious because you've heard this too, Carlo. What else? Tell me. What else, Carlo? I was just saying, like, it just doesn't feel like me saying it out loud. Uh, out loud? Jonathan? It was taking me back to, like, past trauma. Stand up. What was that? It was taking me back to past trauma and um, things from where I heard it. So I found myself reading ones that I've heard before in my life. Mm. And took me back to my place of where I heard it when I was a kid. Mm, mm. Axel? Great day. Uh, when's it going to end? When's it going to end? Oh, wow. Oof. I felt that. <laughs> like, fuck, when's that going to end? <laughs> Who's ever felt desperate in life and just like, oh, like you just want to get out of that season? It's the oh. same feeling. It's the same tape playing. Yes, Caleb. It felt like exhausting, repeating it over and over. Who has ever gone to sleep and then woken up and you still feel tired? That's yep. because this is playing in your head. Well, two things. If you ate and your body's working, your stomach, <laughs> your stomach is working on digesting food instead of allowing you to sleep. The other one is what you're telling yourself. I've gone to sleep in a bad mood and I wake up fucking tired. I'm like, why am I waking up in a bad tired? But my subconscious kept tell telling me, all, repeating the story of why I was in a bad mood or what my shitty day was like. Okay, Michelle, how did my hurt? How did you feel, Michelle? Describe everything to me, everything you were feeling, everything you were thinking. Did you notice that Michelle kept leaning in? You know why? Because I was talking at the same, at the same volume you were. That's your brain, your conscious fighting your subconscious. It's fighting. It, it's, it's, your conscious is not yelling at you. It's talking at the same speed, at the same volume. But there's so many more memories than what Jerry's telling you right now. If you're going to ever be a trainer of people, you have to know that they're battling all of these voices. And you go, I told him he's a champ. One time, asshole. When you were in a good mood. What about every other day? That's why being a leader is difficult because you have being a leader, you have to be up and positive when no one else is, even when you don't feel like it. There are days that I've wanted to come here and go, if you guys get your head out of your ass, we'll do more real estate deals and we'll help more people. If you just fucking get up on time, you don't fucking do your four pillars. I wish you could. You'd feel better about yourself, but I don't. I don't do it because I'm a leader and I want to encourage people. How did you feel? 
What did you hear? How did you feel? What was in your head? What were you fighting? The first impression when everybody was saying something different, it was pure chaos and noise and confusion. I didn't hear any one voice above any other until I was leaning in to listen to you because I knew that's what I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. That I'm loved, that I'm worthy. I needed that. And I wanted to block out all that noise. It's difficult. This is, this is our mind, guys. Super difficult to block the 148,000 no's that we've been told. The subconscious remembers everything. Who remembers, I don't know, a six-year-old birthday party they had? Fuck, you don't think, you th if you remember that, what makes you think you don't remember everything else? You choose to bring that to the subconscious, but it's all there. All right, and she's choosing to lean in and hear me out because all I'm saying is you're worthy. You're worthy of success. You are loved. You're worthy of having peace in your life. You're worthy of having a relationship that's positive. You're worthy of waking up in the morning and being at peace with yourself. Like this is all the stuff I'm telling her. But unless, here's, here's my point. Unless she begins to repeat what I said versus repeating what you said, when she gets out of here, no change. The great lesson in today is you've got to understand. Please don't sit here and go, no, that's not me. Trust me, don't be in denial about what your subconscious is programmed to be, which is negative. And begin to talk better to yourself. Begin to be that cheesy person. I was so, yeah, Monterey Park said, no change, no change. I was that person that was like, that's so stupid. Do you see how stupid and goofy they look saying that? I was the shit talker. I was a criticizer. Why? Because I got that from my mom, I'm sure. And all of a sudden, I started being the cheesy guy. Jerry always walks in. He's the most excited. And they're like, oh, you look like fucking Tigger. Yeah, yep, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> I'd rather be Tigger than Eeyore. Okay. Right? You, you, who does not know what I'm talking about? No? <laughs> Winnie the Pooh? Eeyore was like, oh, there's a cloud in the sky. <laughs> and Tigger was like, hey, where are we going? Hey, right. That's me, right? I'm Tigger. I've chosen to be Tigger. I've chosen to be the guy that says great things always happen to me. But I've chosen that. I've made a conscious choice to fight those 148,000 no's. And whether I believe it or not, I start telling myself in the mirror, Jerry, you're a badass motherfucker, dude. And you know what? It took me a long time to be able to say something nice to myself. That's the truth. Now, why do you think I'm in therapy today? Because <laughs> I'm 100% well? No, because we all suffer from that. We all are fighting that, that negative sense that was programmed with us. That, I want you to take that home with you. I want you to take this, no, just this moment with you. Of all these things that you were told, all the things that I said, and to understand that that's the battle that's going on in our minds every day. And you have to win that battle. You can win that, but it's a conscious choice. It's a conscious decision, and it takes effort. Yes. It's not simple because your subconscious is on fucking on cruise control. Motherfuckers on no matter what. And sometimes we're like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. Oh, no, fuck that. No, oh, no, I'm not stupid. I'm smart. I'm, I'm fucking great. Like, <laughs> who's ever told that to themselves? Some guy, you're just like, oh, my God, I'm so clumsy. No, and you've got to catch yourself and go, fuck that. I'm not. 
I don't know who the fuck that is, but you know, Clumsy's one of the, one of the seven dwarves. It ain't me. Okay. All right. Let's hear from Michelle. Thank you, Michelle, for being here. So let's end it with this. Here's a 70%. I can't get ahead. I can't pay my bills. I can't catch up. Can't catch a break. Seems like everything I try goes wrong. Feels like the world's against me, right? Those are all that 70% of that, those constant thoughts when we wake up in the morning. And here's the missing ingredients. And I want to share this with you. Um, I'm going to give you, yeah, I'll read out the book. Might as well. But here's the missing ingredient. So who would like the formula on what, how to fix this? Okay. Get one piece of paper, write this down, and take some notes. Three different pieces to the formula on uh, behavioral change on this programming. <clears throat> now, you guys don't want to know. You guys just want to leave like this. No. <laughs> Nah, you guys don't want to know. You guys want to know there's a problem, but you don't want to know the answer. Uh, we'll see you guys. Hey, have a good one, guys. We'll see you Sunday. <laughs> <No>. Okay. <laughs> Leave with all kinds of trauma. You're like, ow. <laughs> Here are the missing ingredients. In my analysis of what worked and what did not work, I found three ingredients which are clearly missing from almost every piece of literature and seminar there is. Dude, this guy, I'll tell you, this book is a fucking great book, man. There's a lot of great books out there, but this one, oh my God. This one, Psycho-Cybernetics, there's only like four or five books that I'm like, I live my life by. And I've read a lot of them, uh, a lot of books. The first one, the first missing ingredient, permanence. The first missing ingredient is permanence. <clears throat> just write the word and then just hear me out and just take some notes on whatever you can. Uh, the first missing ingredient is permanence. All external solutions are temporary. Just write that note down and then I'll read and just listen to what I mean. All external solutions are temporary. Who here, who here, not you, of course, but you have a friend, right? A friend that, that, that broke up, had a breakup. You had a friend that had a breakup. And all of a sudden on Instagram, going to church, Jesus is my only man. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're all, they're reborn, right? Like, and they go to church, right? And they're like, oh, that's what I needed. I needed God in my life. You know, I don't need him. You know, I just needed God, right? And a week later at the club, and you're like, dude, weren't you just at church? <laughs> Looking for a new man out here with the girls. Shot, 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 shot. Everybody. <laughs> Damn, boy. What you know about that? You can't afford shots. <laughs> All external solutions are temporary. That's why. Even the best of the, uh, even the, best of the, uh, the ideas work only for a time. Without constant attention and effort, even the most exciting, successful breakthroughs run their course eventually and end up on our list of good ideas and good intentions. 
my mentor used to tell me, because I go, man, I meant to do better. I meant to do well. He used to say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And that used to scare the shit out of me when he would tell me that. Few, if any, offered built-in ways to keep them working. I have yet to find a book that would jump down off the shelf and tap you on the shoulder each morning and say, hey, remember me? Remember what I taught you? Why aren't you still doing it? Some, who's read a book? Then a year later, you go, oh, you fucking, I read that in a book. But that motherfucking book never jumped off to remind you, did it? So whose job is it to remind you then? Yourself. Jim Rohn used to say, if you're waiting for the seminar, the guy, the person, the girl, the workshop to wake you up, you better, you better wake yourself up because they may not show up. Number two, second ingredient. Knowledge of the psychological process. Oh, my God, guys. When I tell you that if you're going to learn any skill, learn about people, I'm serious, man. Look at this. The second ingredient missing from the most successful literature is knowledge of the psychological process of the human brain. Based on what we know now, uh, based on what we know now about the actual mind-brain functions, without an understanding and actual process by which the human brain accepts information programming, and in turn responds, directs, and controls us, it would be difficult or impossible to create any success plan that worked and kept working indefinitely. See, I'm telling you, right now, a lot of you are going to begin this change because you're going to go, fuck, is that my subconscious talking shit right now? And when you respond and somebody goes, man, you're so rude. You go, am I rude? Huh, where's that coming from? Take a self-check before you respond, before you say, go, fuck, why am I programmed to answer like that? You, who's ever told somebody something and they defend themselves and go, I'm not accusing you? Why are you defending yourself? That's your subconscious, right? All right, I know, I'm going, I'm going really long, one more step. Uh, the brain runs the ship. If you want to make a permanent change of any kind, you've got to follow the rules. If you want to make a change uh, make it, and make it stick, you've got to do it the way the brain works. Third missing component, new programming. So this is the point, right? The, the point is, okay, so now I know my subconscious is messed up. I know I need help. I know I want to erase it. Great thing, great thing. And here's the new programming. Great things always happen to me. Here's the new programming, right? Here's the great things always happen to me. Using a positive list of things to, to tell myself, right? The, the third missing ingredient and the most important of all is new. Uh, for all is a new word-for-word -word set of directions, right? If, if you were going down the road, Jesus, and somebody said, hey, you're going the wrong way, you'd go, well, which way should I go then? Because it's not enough to go, okay, well... Say, hey, if you go down that street, you're not going to make it to, to Texas. Then you go, okay, well, then tell me which way I should go. Who's with me on that? You understand? Yeah. Somebody pulled you over on the freeway and said, hey, where are you going? You go, I'm going to Arizona. And they said, this is the wrong freeway. Okay, bye. <laughs> you go, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this is where we're at right now. Subconscious is programming you. Bad parenting. You can be a bad parent too because if, if, you if you don't notice this, you could be unsuccessful in business if you keep listening to your subconscious. Okay, bye. You'd be like, what the fuck? 
Here we go. Third missing ingredient of the most important is new word-for-word -word set of directions, new programming to the subconscious mind, the control center of the brain. That means a specific programming vocabulary, which is, a, which is worded in a specific way. That way, one can use at any time to erase and replace the old negative programming with positive, productive, new, new direction. The only solution which includes all of the three ingredients is something called self-talk. What are you going to begin to say to yourself? Tell me. Um, let's let's pass the mic around. Let's. Where's the mic? Uh, Kevin. Kevin, positive thinking here. Okay. What are you going to tell yourself? Do you make a million dollars right now? No, sir. They can't stop there. It's okay to be say no. Well, how do you continue it though? What do you tell yourself? How about no, but I'm on my way? Say it, Kevin. No, but I'm on my way. That's right. That's right. Pass the mic over to Carlo. Stand up, Carlo. Carlo, you have a super clear. Uh, do you have a super clear understanding of how the real estate process works? No. No, I'm but I'm. But I'm on my way. But I'm on my way. Do you understand? You can catch yourself at every level and say, I'm on my way, though. When your family says, are you successful yet? Say, no, but I'm on my way. Are you licensed yet? No, but I'm going to take it again. Are you going to your meeting again? Say, are you going to work on Monday again? I mean, what, what is going on here? Let's, let's stay enthused. And it all is about what you say to yourself. I want you all to repeat with me. What I say to myself matters. I have to be excited for myself. No one is going to show up for me. I have to show up for me. Great things always happen to me. Great things always happen to me. And if you feel weird saying that or didn't say it, I'm, that's how fucked up you are. <laughs> Super serious. Young man right there in the white shirt. I saw you. You didn't say anything. Why, bro? Is your subconscious? Yeah, you. No, you didn't, bro. Okay, I didn't see you. Okay, my bad. All right. <laughs> but if you didn't say it, it's how it's how far in disbelief you are. Nah, I, I can't even. You can't even say it. We're not even talking about beans. We're talking about just saying it. You got this. I know you can. You're worthy of success. You're worthy of being loved. You're worthy of feeling good about yourself. You're worthy of waking up feeling peaceful and like you are somebody. Everyone is. But you got to do the work. Now that you're conscious of what to say to yourself, say something good to yourself every single day. Reprogram that mind. You got it? Say something good to yourself. Be good to yourself. Reprogram yourself. Understand where you lack. Understand what needs to be done to overcome. Anyone and everyone can succeed. If this dummy can do it, trust me, you can do it. Okay, guys, we'll see you. Not just something you can just feel good about, but something you can actually take and use in life and in business. 
you've got one more shot to give it all you've got today.